Hi, this is Stacy Hyde, and I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today I want to talk about the not very exciting topic of life insurance. And I think that that is a topic that people really don't think too much about, oftentimes until they've had a change in their health. And then at that point, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to get coverage. Um, it's a little bit like trying to get car insurance after you've had an accident. And so I want to talk a little bit about why you might want your own life insurance, even if you have coverage through your employer. The thing to remember about employer provided health insurance is generally it's designed to be a baseline. You may be able to buy additional coverage if you're a new employee or at certain times a year. You might be able to increase your coverage without answering health questions, or it might be required. That's called underwriting. When you have to answer health questions, that's, that's considered underwriting. And it can be abbreviated where they just ask a few questions and then you get a yes, no, or full underwriting is where they really get into the nitty gritty about what prescriptions you've taken, what's your driving record, um, what doctors do you see, all of that. So that's, that's the difference between limited and full. And so the reason for having your own life insurance coverage is, and I'm a big proponent of term life. So what term life really means is that it's temporary. It's designed to last, generally speaking, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, or 30 years. And as you might guess, the longer the term, the higher the premium. And so if you're 60 and you think you're going to retire in five, six, seven years, well, a 10 year term is probably going to be the right term for you. If you're using it to cover a business loan, so if something were to happen to you, your family could pay that off, that also might be more appropriate for a 10 year. If you're looking to protect your family and you've got younger children, then you may be interested in 20 year. And you may also want some 30 year. The thing to remember is that the premiums for 30 year are about double the amount on a monthly basis than a 20 year term. Because you start to get into, as you can imagine, your life expectancy over 30 years. And if you're in your 20s, you know, thinking 30 years in the future, that's hard to even imagine. And so sometimes what we may recommend to people, if they know they've got a sort of a concentrated need over a shorter period of time, that they may um, buy a policy to cover that, but then they're like, well, but part of this need is gonna go longer, and I just wanna make sure that I have enough in case something had changed. So they may put together a 20-year policy for say a million dollars, and then a 30-year policy for half a million dollars. That helps keep the premiums affordable and make sure that there's some coverage out there for a longer period of time. Oftentimes, term insurance contains what's called a convertibility clause. And all this means is that at some point, and usually it's a little bit shorter term than the length of the guaranteed term period, the policy, the term policy can be exchanged for a permanent life insurance policy, so whole life, universal life, during that period of time without proving that you still are in good health. So that's called a uh, conversion right. So you don't have to show evidence of good health to get a permanent life policy. So this could possibly come in handy. 
I think it comes into play much less often than people realize. I think in some cases it's oversold by the insurance industry, but it is an important feature and it's worth asking you about if that's something you're concerned about. But you do want to make sure, and when you're deciding how much coverage you need, you need to look to see, does one spouse earn the bulk of the income? If so, then the life insurance on that spouse that's earning the bulk of the income should be insured for more. But don't forget a stay-at-home spouse because they're providing key uh, services for the family that if you were to have to hire that in the open market, are quite expensive, whether that's daycare, after-school care, um, chauffeur, uh, cooking, uh, purchasing groceries. So that, so you do still need life insurance on a stay-at-home spouse, or even one that maybe just works part-time. And when you're figuring out how much to get, you want to look at how much do we owe on the house, how much other debt do we have, um, what type of education do we want to provide for our children, and what would be the living expenses of the surviving spouse. And don't forget that if they are not in the workforce and haven't been in a while, they may be limited on what they could save because they haven't been working and have not been participating in a retirement plan. So you also need to plan for helping them um, cover their own retirement, so to speak, once the kids are grown and flown. So, you know, it can seem like a lot to say, oh, well, you need a million or two million, but it is important to make sure that you have enough coverage to provide for your family, especially considering if you are healthy, it's going to be very inexpensive. And it may be significantly less than what you can get through your employer. I think a lot of times people don't focus on it because it's a small amount, you know, 10 or 20 or $30 a pay period, but then they don't multiply it by the fact that they get paid weekly or bi-weekly or twice a month and they don't realize that, wow, that's a couple of thousand dollars a year and I could get a policy on my own for half that. So it is important to take a look at that and make sure you've got the right coverage um, from a strong insurance company and definitely look at level term. Um, take care of your people and if you're single and you have no kids and you've got enough in your 401k to cover it, then you probably don't need life insurance. It's not something you should be looking at unless you're a business owner and you're wanting to make sure that that's taken care of. The other side of this is what happens when you get into your 50s or your 60s and you're getting close to retirement and your term is running out. I have people panicked about this all the time and I look at it and I said, well, we've looked at your plan. You're about to be able to retire. So there is no need for that life insurance anymore. There's, it's not a continuing need. You've done what you were supposed to do. You've built your assets and they are significant enough to allow you to live on the income from those for the rest of your life. Now that may, if you've got a special needs child or something like that, then that may be a reason that you might still want or need life insurance. But particularly if you have a special needs child, I'll talk about this later, you should do some special planning for them and that's called the special needs trust. That's really beyond what we're gonna to get to today. But if you do have a special needs child, make sure that you've seen an attorney who's um, 
skilled in this to help you get those trusts set up and make sure that you don't inadvertently uh, disqualify them from significant government benefits. But you, for most people and in most circumstances, your need for life insurance, you should outgrow that. You should graduate from needing that. And if you are unsure, always buy a little bit extra because I've worked with a lot of mostly widows, but in some cases widowers. And having a little extra room is a lot better than trying to maneuver around and figure out what of their lifestyle that they've been accustomed to, they're not going to be able to keep, whether that's selling a lake house or something along that line. And you don't want to leave the people you love with those types of issues. So, um, especially when it's, you know, a small amount per month. And I think that's important to provide that protection. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.